guys, welcome to worship tonight. Come forward, bunch of space. We're going to praise God tonight. Lift up your hands. Let's praise God. I hope you're ready for a freaking encounter with us tonight.
place up here, guys. Come on, big guys. Come up, come forward. Come on, come on.
church, how's it going? Good to see you. Welcome to the first worship night of 2019. Man, these are nights that you never want to miss. They go off. So, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. And if you're new or visiting, a special warm welcome to you. And a shout out to our Facebook Live crowd. Turn around and wave, hey, hey, how you going? Wish you were here, but so glad you could join us and we won't forget that you are there. So welcome, man. We're so pumped for tonight. We've been waiting so much for tonight to happen. So glad you could be with us. Hey, just a little bit of housekeeping. We love the kids in with us and stay in worship, but we also have a movie and pizza for the kids as well, that they can go out to the um, nurture room and do that as well, which is great. And no, you have to stay in here. That's only for primary age kids. <laughs> and, and in the case of emergency, exit stage left, which is your right, out through the exit doors, that way to your right, and we'll go out to the parking lot. So we're gonna start tonight with the scripture reading that launched this whole series in Just Jesus, and it's in Colossians 1. And I think it's fitting because it encompasses everything. It's about the supremacy of Christ, amen? He is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God, and the firstborn heir of all creation. For through the Son, everything was created both in the heavenly realm and on the earth and all that is seen and all that is unseen. Every seat of power, realm of government, principality, and authority was all created through him and for his purpose. He existed before anything was made, and now everything finds completion in him. He is the head of his body, which is the church. And since he is the beginning and the firstborn heir in resurrection, come on now, he is the most, he is the most exalted one, holding first place in everything. For God is satisfied to have all his fullness dwelling in Christ. And by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself. Come on, yep, I wanna hear you, yes. Back to its original intent, restored to innocence again. And even though you were once distant from him, living in the shadows of your evil thoughts and actions, he reconnected you back to himself. He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as a sin payment on your behalf so that you would dwell, dwell in his presence. And now, now church, there is nothing between you and Father God, for he sees you as holy, flawless, and restored. So continue, so continue to advance in faith, assured of a firm foundation to grow upon. Never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you have believed in. And this, this is the glorious news I preach all over the world, that we preach all over the world. So tonight, church, let us abide, dwell, stay, and linger in his presence. Amen. And however that looks for you, whether you want to sit, stand, kneel, dance, do it all for the audience of one, because he loves you so. And let God have his way, have his way, have his way with you. Let him crack you wide open. Holy Spirit, come. We welcome you. We welcome you here. God, break us. Break us wide open. We love you for your fame and for your renown. 
And all of God's people said, amen. Let's worship our King and our God. Amen.
Um, I'm Annalise, and I'm going to just share a spoken word poem with you. If you want to sit down, feel free. Um, you don't have to stand if you don't want to. Staring at the cross, I remember what's meant to be. How bittersweet to think of my Savior hanging on a tree. But what I often forget is the journey. I get caught up in the destination. I forget to remember what came a week before cavalry. The king made his entrance on a donkey. Unlike Roman emperors flaunting wealth and status and stealing the taxes, but Jesus rose above and the only thing he stole was our sentence. Before he had tried to keep secret tried to hide his identity for his time had not yet come but now it is time the time has come for his triumphal entry into the holy city so bring the donkey cut the palms with your palms lay your cloaks in his path so that he may not touch dirty ground for he is the holy one Hosanna, 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 save now, Jesus, save us now in this place. Take our dirty deeds, dirty sleeves, and make us new and holy as promised through your prophets. But what they didn't know is not five days later he'd be betrayed. Bad company corrupts good character, but rather keep company with Babaeus the murderer than their innocent savior. But I guess that's just human nature. As they wave palms held in their palms, rejoicing, praising the king, fulfilling the prophecy, shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, quite literally saved. But maybe not quite in the way they expected it to be. He took our punishment on the tree, took my place and yours and beyond recognition, he cried out, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And with that, he took his final breath. But good news travels fast when you heal men with leprosy, incurable diseases, rendering victims hopeless, raising the dead to life, but that's who Jesus is. He is the resurrection and the life, the King who saves, who brings hope to hopelessness, setting us free from our own incurable disease, sin. So on that day, the waving of the palms meant something. Not just celebration, but liberation from religious laws shackling us to the shame of our own incurable disease. And that is the coming of our King. Thank you.
where you're comfortable. Tonight, uh, one of my favorite lyrics in that song is, the end is written. The end is written. And see, we come this Sunday to Palm Sunday because Jesus rode in on a donkey. And at the end of that week, he's crucified on the cross. And as he rode in, he said to his disciples, go ahead of me and prepare for the Passover. If we go to the book of uh, Exodus, we read about the Passover lamb. There's this amazing connection that Jesus is making to this table and to the work that he was about to do on our behalf and what God had already done for the people of Israel. God's people brought out of captivity, brought out of slavery, brought out of that place of sin and into a place of resurrected life. And we come tonight to the table between these two Sundays and we think about a couple of things. In the Gospel of Mark, he talks about uh, this upper room experience, but before that, he talks about Gethsemane. You see, some of us are maybe in that place of Gethsemane, where we're ignoring Jesus, praying to his Father, sweating droplets of blood, and we are on our own journey. This table reminds us of that blood. The other picture that is, is really prominent is that upper room picture. But more prominent is what we get to at the foot of the cross, where those who were standing at that room with him or reclining at the tables, it says in Mark's gospel, never thought that within that week, they would be saying, where have you gone, Jesus? The ecstasy and the tragedy. So each of us has a choice of what route we can take between the two Sundays. We can choose to be among the crowds lining the road, waving our palms as Jesus makes his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And this Sunday, we do that. Or we could skip straight through to next Sunday and be rejoicing at Jesus' resurrection. Both places are places of joy and celebration. We often come to this table and think of it as a place of sadness, of brokenness. This is a table of victory. Jesus' blood and his body represents freedom. It represents resurrection. It represents life. And so on the night when he was to be betrayed, he took bread and after he'd given thanks, he broke it. He said, this is my body that is broken for you. Do this as often as you meet together in remembrance of me. And as they were also sitting there, he took the cup and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. This is the symbol of the new covenant that I will bring 
on next Sunday. This blood represents the very thing that you and I will get to have that relationship forever over. So tonight, I want to invite you in your own time as the team continues to lead us in our time of worship to come and take these elements, break some bread, take of this juice, this symbol, and celebrate the life that we have because of Jesus.
tonight, so I just want to lead you in a responsive prayer before we hit our last song. And uh, if you want to follow me on the screen behind, the words that I want you to repeat after me at the end of each stanza is, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Yeah. Let me read this to you. In our lives this week, we've turned away from your triumphal entry. The words in our heads and on our lips have been, we can't, we won't, never, and impossible. Believing our problems are too deep for you, we have underestimated your power. And stewed in our own misery, we repent of this hard-heartedness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Too often we pray only for ourselves and our own needs. In spite of ourselves, you walk a road straight to the heart of us. You heal us, you help us, and you hold us. We gobble your comfort greedily and run away, never returning to say thank you. Help us to be thankful for your presence in our lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You place people in our road who are in desperate need of your good news. And we've walked by on the other side, or we've said, we'll help them tomorrow. When we have more time, or more money, or more something, help us to be your hands and feet in this world. Lord, in your mercy, have prayer. And God of grace, we long to be dear disciples, washing each other's feet. We long to be faithful companions, awake in the darkest hour. We long to follow in your footsteps, even if they lead to crosses on a barren hillside. These are the desires of our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Tonight, the team is going to lead us in one last song. It's, it's a big song, and uh, I want to encourage you to give it your all. But um, afterwards, please join us. And next week, come out to our experience Easter production. It's going to be a blessing to you. All right, guys, last song. If you've got anything left, I encourage you just to give it all. Give it all. God wants to hear your praise tonight. Make sure it's felt. Yeah. 
for coming out and I pray that you have had an awesome encounter with God tonight. All right, have an awesome Easter. There's tea and coffee out the back. Thank you for coming, guys. Good night.